Welcome back to the D-League Perspective. I'm Coach Mitchell Schultze, and yet again, I have the old man, Coach Tim Bittner, in the house. What a beautiful day in the neighborhood, Coach. Yes, it is, Coach. The sun finally came out, and uh was a great day. It was a great day. You had a nice little nap, I hear. I did, finally. <laughs> finally got a nap in. Watched the old Masters and then got a couple-hour nap, huh? Well, yeah, it came on early today because of the... <laughs> The weather change in Georgia, so they moved it up, and so we had uh, Masters this morning, seven in the morning. So that was awesome. You know, I was. It's funny. I was sitting in church, and I was like, "Crap, it's gonna storm at like three. And I had in my mind because I was so engulfed in the Masters that it was gonna storm at three. <laughs> well, it was in Augusta, Georgia, but not not here in Norfolk, Nebraska. It was a beautiful day. Took the kids on a little walk. It was perfect. So yeah, usually on that is uh you know the British Open is always you can wake up at six in the morning and watch mm-hmm. live British Open coverage because of the time change. But uh, it was kind of a nice uh, surprise today to to get up and get to watch a little live golf this morning on on uh, Sunday morning. So they said t- Tiger said he got up at four a.m. Really three forty-five four got going got his back going. It's crazy, isn't it? Somebody said, too, I bet it was a – I don't know. What do you think, Coach? They said, hey, I bet it was easier to just get up and have to go right away than to have to sit there, you know, think about it, and then tee off at 10, 11 o'clock a.m. Probably true. Probably true. So I think like, usually, like, the leaders don't tee off till you know, after lunch. I would say one, maybe? Yeah, one, one, one or two. Yeah, I think so, you're So uh, you're probably right. It was probably a maybe a better thing for the old man. I mean – Tiger had it going on today. Yeah, that was cra- that was awesome. It's been a long time. Everybody, uh, whether you love him or hate him, I think uh, Tiger is good for the game of golf. So, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Every anybody who's in, involved in the business of golf loved loved today with Tiger winning. So, just want to get on the record: Brooks Kepka is my favorite golfer. Okay. So when he wins a major here in a couple months, you can't come and say I'm a bandwagon fan. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Even though I kind of am because he's won like three out of the last eight or whatever now. But anyways, well, it's been a few weeks since we've uh, dropped a podcast and we've had a pretty busy couple of weeks, haven't we, Coach? Yeah, it has been a great busy couple of weeks. Got all the teams finalized for Norfolk and Fremont here recently. So finally put all that together. Uh, and you've been busy putting... Uh, you know, practice, uh, getting practice venues down and, and all that kind of set up. So yeah, it's been a real busy two weeks for us. Yeah. I think we're to the point now where we can breathe for a couple, three weeks here, two, three weeks, and then we'll have our parents players meeting and all that fun stuff. But yeah, it's, uh, we have our tryouts and then bam, we got to make, you know, a hundred, 60 plus calls and let the kids know they made it and uh that that takes a little bit of time as well as coordinating all the different teams and then like you said the practice schedules and all that good stuff so but yeah we've got everything locked and and loaded right now so what was your favorite part of the tryouts coach well i don't know if i have to go back norfolk to fremont i think i'll just put it all in in a you know lump it all together mitch okay Uh, is uh you know I just love, you know, working out basketball players or working out, working out kids. And so when we get out there and, and we set up our stations, you know, we kind of have a, a unique tryout process and we, you know, we put stations together and, and 
it's always fun to see the new kids and and the kids that we've had in our program come back and and get get involved again and and watching what they can do in our drills and then watching our coaches interact with the kids watching the parents you know you know get get a chance to see what we do it's just always uh that's that's pretty much my favorite part of 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 the tryout you know and and then the difference we did we did in Norfolk this year versus uh Fremont was in Norfolk we did play a little 5 on 5 uh, in Norfolk this year and in in Fremont you know a week later we didn't even play any 5 on 5 we just right. went you know 3 on 3 and we did do that in Norfolk too and so i think going in going forward in our future tryouts i think maybe we'll just take the 5 on 5 out of it uh because a lot of times kids uh can hide in that you might miss a kid who may be a little shy or, you know, especially in the younger group who might not get a, you know, a touch or as many touches as, as they would, you know, per se in three on three. So right. I think that part of our tryout was, uh, was, uh, is a very good aspect of what we do. And, and I look forward to, you know, keep, keeping that part of our uh, tryout process. So. Yeah, I like that too. And kudos to you, coach. I would have never thought about that. You always think five on five is just something you need to do, right? But yeah, you do. But three on three, you've either got to make a play or, I mean, you can't really hide, like you said, you know? So we see a lot more out of kids when it's just three on three continuous, bang, 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 you know? So you got to go make a play. But, but yeah, that's good stuff, man. I, my favorite part is, Really, it's just meeting new people, seeing the new kids, um, especially down in Fremont. I mean, we had uh, several of the kids that played for us last year for the first year, obviously come back and play again with us. Um, but we've got, I think it was 62 kids. I don't know the number on new kids for us, but it's probably easily more than half. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, you know, so that's pretty cool. Um, just watching that grow and meeting new people, meeting new kids, you know, that we can hopefully impact this summer. So, um, that's my favorite part. And, uh, in Norfolk, I, I just love seeing the kids that, um, you know, have been with us even yet struggle a little bit in the drills and we can talk some smack to them a little bit. But yeah, in Norfolk, obviously we had a lot of kids that we knew, um, and still yet quite a few new, new faces. So that was super cool too. Um, but just meeting everybody, seeing the traction of people, um, from obviously the kids trying out, but then parents and, you know, I know there's a few high school coaches in the, in the house. So super cool. Uh, busy, busy day for both days. Um, also thank you to, Coach Manzer from Norfolk Catholic uh, yeah, for uh, you know letting them use letting us use uh, their facility for the day pretty much took up the whole day right uh, appreciate that and to Coach Williams Fremont High and his staff who came in and, and helped us and also Coach Menarik from uh, Bergen who who was over there all afternoon uh, helping us uh, you know evaluate players right we'd be uh we'd be in a struggle bus without those guys so they they mean a lot to us they help us out tremendously and well coach obviously i think it was around roughly 150 kids total between all grades tryout in norfolk and um somewhere in that 80 area in fremont and obviously we couldn't uh have everyone play and so what would your advice be to um one of the kids that was not one picked uh, at one of our tryouts. Well, usually I'll tell the kids is is uh, 
just because they didn't make one of our teams during the summer doesn't mean they're a bad basketball player or or a bad kid or anything. It just means that they weren't good enough to make one of you know one one of our teams this year. And so my advice to them is you know please stay in the gym, please stay in the driveway, you know work on your game. Uh, if you have questions, you can always reach out to me and and uh, give me a shout, and you know we can we can touch base and you know go over your game go over your skill set and you know work on your ways and I'd, I'd love to I'd love to talk to parents love to talk to kids and 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 help them out in any way and we can or I can you know give you some some tools or give you some things to you know work on during the summer and and get better so uh, always keep playing and always trying to get better it doesn't you know just can we play summer basketball doesn't mean you're going to be better in the fall we hope you get better in the fall uh, there's 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 tons of ways for you to get better. Uh, this isn't the only way. So I mean, there's a lot of self-made players out there, and and every player is 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 good because they want to be good. So uh, just because you didn't make uh, one of our teams doesn't mean you're not not and can't be a great player uh, come next fall. So that's kind of my advice to the players who you know didn't make us a, a, a spot in our rosters. Absolutely. And and I've always hit on this is easily I think the most difficult thing that we have to do is essentially turn kids away, you know. It's not fun by any means, but it, you know, there's a, a black and white line where we just have to do it. But yeah, like you said coach, I just think uh, you know, I don't want anybody to be bitter I guess about it. I just want maybe them to use it as motivation for uh, you know, obviously the fall and the winter and then next year if they want to try out again, you know, use it for for motivation, continue to work on your game, don't take any time off. Uh, that's something that we preach. You know, obviously there's other sports and different things like that, but you can always be dribbling. You can always be shooting hoops. You can always be getting workouts in. So, well said. All right. So, coach, uh, we got all the teams set. Uh, what do you have planned next? And, uh, what's the process next for, uh, summer basketball? All right. Well, like you said, we've got, all of our team set, we've got 11 teams up in Norfolk and seven down in Fremont, which is growth in both programs, so that's exciting. And uh, like you said earlier in the podcast here, we've got all of our practice times, locations, uh, kind of set in, I guess, quote-unquote stone. Um, those can always adjust a little bit, but uh, May 5th is a big day for you and I, Coach. It'll be a busy one. Um, one o'clock at Fremont High, we will have our parent players meeting. And a lot of this will be logistics. Uh, we'll be getting uniform numbers, sizes, t-shirt orders, that type of stuff. It'll be a, a lot more work for probably me than you, coach, but that's all right. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Cause I just want to take the boys and, and, uh, we're going to get started. So while you're doing all your, uh, logistics and chumming it up with the parents, I'm going to be over in the gym. Getting to work. Getting to work. All right. I like it. I like it a lot. So, yeah, we'll start that about 1 o'clock. We'll probably talk uh, a little bit of, to parents, players, about this will be uh, at Norfolk as well that day. But So we'll talk a little bit about the expectations that we have uh, of both parents and players and some of the tolerance that we have as a program. Um, and actually we've decided to 
spend our next podcast uh, talking a lot about that. We'll probably spend 30 to 45 minutes talking about expectations of our players and also our parents uh, and give kind of a rundown of what we expect as a program. Um, we like to be uh, as well respected as we can when we go to tournaments and stuff like that. And so it's a it's a big conversation we like to have. Um, and, and that'll give the ability for uh, everyone involved in both of our programs to, I guess, listen at their own will. Um, and so we feel like that'll be a, uh, maybe a requirement before the first parents meeting. How's that sound? There we go. I like that. We got homework before we're even starting, baby. <laughs> but yeah, so that'll be good. May 5th, like I said, it'll be a busy one for, for you and I, Coach. Um, we're going to be in Fremont at 1, like I had said, and then we'll be busting up to Norfolk um, by 4, four yeah. to get started with our first group in Norfolk, and then we've got another one at 5.30. So, uh, But our first practice will consist of uh, just a little bit of parent-player uh, uh, communication, stuff like that, and then a skill session, and it'll be awesome. It's going to be... Uh, Real jacked up for the first practice, I'm assuming. Yep. If I get any time to get out there, you'll see me just going crazy. Chirping. I'll be chirping at everybody. So what are you looking forward to most that first that first day, Coach? I always look forward to, uh, you know, talking to the parents, uh, getting our coaches there. And it's everything's always exciting to start things off. And so, the you know, the players are all nervous and and just to get them out on the floor again and 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 just start them relationships, you know, with the players and the parents and and get everybody comfortable with who we are and, and get the kids to know us a little bit and just, you know, basically get started and and let's go. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, like I said, it'll be it'll be pretty intense and uh, a lot of fun. So so then from May 5th, uh, there, we always skip Mother's Day. I shouldn't say always. We've learned in the past that Mother's Day is an important day, obviously, for the moms out there. Shout out, moms. But yeah, we always take Mother's Day off from here going forward. It's a great day to spend with your family. And uh, we don't ever want to overlook the fact that summer basketball is more important than family. So, for example, we take Mother's Day, Memorial Day weekend, and Father's Day off. Uh, Those are important days, and we don't feel that practice is more important than going and spending some time with your dad or your mom or or your family over Memorial Day weekend. So, um, But, yeah, we'll we'll skip that day, and then we're back at it um, a couple weeks after um, being May 19th, I believe, and then... It's, it's pretty much in Fremont Sunday, Mondays from there on out. And then in Norfolk, it's uh, Sunday, Wednesdays. So we'll be rocking and rolling, and it'll be uh, tournament season before we know it, Coach. Yeah, it, uh, the time goes really fast, and the kids are so busy during the summer, and and we're just grateful that uh, they give us uh, a couple days a week. So and then when July hits, it's uh, four quick weekends of uh, – of a lot of basketball, so it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. In the meantime, all of us coaches uh, on both of our staffs in Norfolk and Fremont will be getting USA Basketball certified. Um, we've quickly learned that 
in order to coach in some of the tournaments we're going to, you need to be NCAA certified. So we're going to be taking some quizzes, which still working on, Coach? Yes, I am. It's well, when you got a full time job, it's you just kind of you know uh, get to that kind of stuff when you can. But it is uh, what I've been through. I think I'm seventy five percent through it right now. Nice, which is awesome that they they do a background check on you, uh, and so and then you do a what they call a safe sport uh, certification, which goes through you know so many different things. Uh, and it's 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 just pretty it's just pretty awesome. So I think it's a great thing that our coaches are going through it. Uh, I think every coach should have to go through it, and I think it'll probably be a mandatory thing going forward. It's a certification process that'll probably be required for all coaches involved in uh, youth athletics at uh, at some point. And I think it's a very good uh, very good thing. So yeah, absolutely, me too. I I think educating yourself and and sort of furthering that education is always a good thing, regardless of what you're doing. So. We'll, uh, we'll be getting after that, um, in the next, uh, few weeks here. And, and all of our coaches will get that finished up here and before we get rolling this summer. So the next podcast, like I said, make sure everybody listens to it. It'll be a really, really good one. Um, coach and I will talk a lot about, uh, our philosophies and, like I said, what we expect and the expectations of our players and parents and, um, just our program as a whole. And so that'll be a really, really good episode, in my opinion. I'm just going to let the old bald man talk and uh, everybody else listen up. <laughs> but now we're going to go into uh, last September. Uh, we actually flew out on Labor Day. Right, Coach? Yes, Labor? we did. We did. So we flew out on Labor Day and we decided, um, again, we talk about further education, furthering education, um, in what we do. And we felt actually going out and, um, just kind of hanging out basically at, um, Impacts Academy in Las Vegas, uh, with Joe. Can I get a last name pronunciation, Coach? I believe it's Avenues Hour. <laughs> we'll have to ask him. Hopefully, we can get him on sometime. I always mess it up. I yeah, always mess I it up. I think a lot of a lot of people probably do. But yeah, we decided. Hey, let's just go out and see uh, see what it's about. So this would have been your third time out, Coach. Is that yes, correct? This is my uh, third time out there. Uh, first time out in September. Usually, I go out in June. Right. And uh, out there in the the heat of uh, NBA pre-draft uh, workouts and and their uh, summer uh, summer guys coming in, summer high school kids coming in for their camps. Yeah, and I'd, we'd love to go out during that time too because there's, what, how many kids a week you think they pull? I would say they got usually 40, 45 uh, okay. high school kids out there each week from each week. June 1st through the end of July. All summer, basically. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, so we decided, hey, let's take, uh, what, three, four days and go out there and, like I said, just kind of hang out, observe, take notes, educate ourselves, um, and just see kind of what a typical day uh, at impact is. You know, or more, maybe more importantly, what's a typical day of an NBA player in the offseason? 
And so, like I said, coach, you've been through this before. For me, it was pretty eye opening. It was, oh, there's NBA guys, you know, right there. Um, some of them, Kyle Lowry is one of the best guards in the NBA. Um, Kyle O'Quinn is a big man for the Pacers. Jared Dudley is probably one of the most popular vets in the NBA. He's a huge leader for the Brooklyn Nets right now. Uh, Tony Allen, coach. You know who Tony Allen is? Tony Allen. <laughs> uh, one of the best, probably best defenders to ever play the game, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so it was really, really cool. Uh, I think f- uh, I'm going to let you talk, coach. But for me, uh, being my first experience out there, just seeing what these guys are doing for a workout, for a, whether it was a shooting workout or whatever, um, just what they're doing is so precise and the fundamentals is so fine tuned that they can really, really get into, Hey, you know, s- just switch this just a little bit and then their shots start falling. Bang, bang, bang. So stuff like that where you can get so, like I said, precise and so into, um, the fundamental part of it is just really, really cool and, and fun for me to watch. But coach, what, what was your best take out of, out of the few days that we were out there? Well, the best take is, is these guys are really, they're down to earth. They're, they're just kind of, you know, guys like you and me, mm-hmm. but they're, right. they're, their profession or their passion is 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 basketball and and they get paid to to play right uh, their work ethic is is second to none and and to watch these guys and and, and obviously you you kind of sat over there and you know kind of watched and took mm-hmm. notes and I jumped out there on the floor and and helped rebound for the for coach drew and and uh it's it's just fun to uh to get out there and, and when you get out there you don't realize the athleticism, the explosiveness, how how good these guys really, really are. Right. And then you get to watch them on T V during the season and you have a little more appreciation of uh just uh that wow factor of I was on the floor with this guy, you know, right. you yeah. know helping him get better. Yeah, like you said, the wow and it's funny, you know, now being NBA playoffs started yesterday and you just read like tweets and stuff about how like I follow Jared Dudley on Twitter and he's always getting guys going how is Jared Dudley still in the league well there's a reason he's been in the league for 13 years and if you go watch him work out for a couple days you realize wow he's pretty phenomenal I mean really you know and so um, it's just really cool how talented these guys are but like you said at the end of the day they're just normal guys they're just regular dudes and um they work their butts off you know they absolutely work their butts off so um and and with that being said is is you know i tell a lot of the players i'm doing a lot of spring workouts right now with with uh with a lot of guys and and a couple girls and 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 i tell these guys i said a lot of what we do is is the same stuff that uh they were doing out at impact last year you know or the three years i've been out there the stuff that you know that i that i put in my in my workouts is 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 the same type of stuff that uh that me and you got to watch last year out at uh in vegas yeah so let's just talk uh you know a normal day so this would have been this would have been real late off season for these guys because a lot of them were getting ready to go to like training camps 
Yes. At that, at that point yeah. in time. And so just typical day. Um, and you can kind of correct me as I go, but they get there and a lot of them first thing I, they do would have been their shooting workouts, their skill workouts. And so what that lasts about an hour to an hour and a half. Hour, hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we get into, you know, the impact, uh, philosophy. Super, super efficient workouts, right, coach? Yeah, very efficient. Lots of, lots of shots, lots of, lots of shots, lots of ball movement shots, lots of game type shots. Just, you know, I can't even, I, you know, and honestly, we should have probably, you know, I should have took more notes and, and <laughs> counted how many, how many shots these guys yeah. were getting up in, in a, in a skill session. Cause it was, uh, it was pretty amazing. These guys got a sweat going on like you wouldn't even believe and multiple shirts. Yeah. Multiple <laughs> shirts. It's, uh, it's just pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Repetition, repetition. And so, uh, from there, so what that probably start at what about nine thirty ten? Nine thirty ten. in the morning. Yeah. Yep. And so they'd work out a uh, skill workout, shooting workout for an hour, hour and a half. Um, and then they would go lift. They do kind of a strengths workout. And, you know, it's funny because they're not over there squatting 400 pounds. You know, a lot of it's explosiveness, um, flexibility, uh, that type of stuff that they're working on, um, which I thought was, you know, important, I guess, for kids that we work out with that, hey, you don't have to be, you don't have to lift a lot of weights. You know, it's just let's get stronger where we need to get stronger at. Um, and so <clears throat> then it would be basically – well, I think best of seven series starting at noon. Yes. So that was pretty, pretty fun to watch. Yeah. They brought in some, uh, some college players and, and whoever's around basically in Vegas, you know, the pros and, and some college, college players from UNLV were there the one day, I believe. Yep. Yep. And ex college players, ex college players and, and uh, ex guys, uh, a couple of them played in the, in the G League. Yep. Yep. So, so yeah, watching, watching those games was super fun. Um, actual officials there, something they should maybe add at the YMCA here in town. <laughs> That'd be a nightmare, but no, it was, it was really cool. And then, uh, from there, it was pretty much, pretty much a wrap for a day, I, I believe. Well, um, I think a lot of them, I think once we, once they get done there, we didn't get to see it. That's all, you know, a different side of it. But a lot of those players will have a yoga session in the yeah. afternoon. Yep. I was just going to say that, you know, and a lot of them will swim, you know, for, for cardio, stuff like that. So, and that's, and that's stuff we didn't get to see, but I know that's, uh, that was in their, you know, their training schedule. And then some of them come back, you know, some of them would come back that evening and maybe get some shots up. But yeah, we were kind of out there at the, at the tail end of their, you know, of their summer training session before they go off to uh, their uh, training camps for their you know, respective teams. Yeah. Yep. So that was, that was pretty cool, pretty eye opening, And, um, you know, we were able to do that and kind of observe for three days. Um, about halfway through the second day, we realized that um, through a connection, um, kind of through impact and through you coach, that we were had the opportunity to go watch a practice at Finley Prep, and so that was really really cool. Um, it was um, some really really good talent there that we were watching, you know. But Jim, Jim was full of D one talent, right? Exactly, one of the top prep schools in the country. Um, I think they're pretty consistently 
um, you know, fighting for that spot, you know. Um, So just having the ability to go watch that. And, I mean, all the coaches, Coach Rodney Haddix and his staff were super, super inviting and welcoming for us. And uh, I thought that was cool. We walk in and we say, hey, we're a couple of AAU coaches from Nebraska. Uh, Usually when folks in Las Vegas here in Nebraska, they probably turn ahead and go, what the heck are you doing here? But they were didn't even skip a beat. Awesome, man. Hey, can we get your water? You know, they were super inviting. And um, they gave us uh, their practice. Yeah, practice uh, schedule for the day. Practice for schedule the for yep. the day, yep. So that was really, really cool. And um, a couple of the players come up and said, hey, thanks for coming, coaches, and stuff like that. So that was awesome. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's like a whole nother – we talk about, you know, Class A in Nebraska. And uh, this is like a whole nother level of – above that don't you think coach yeah yeah i mean this this gym was full of uh, division one talent from just from complete year old kids to you know s- you know seniors that are going to be playing on tv next year right yep. they had what uh three or four kids in the final four that were playing from finley yes and yep. it was I think it was three yeah point but, guard for virginia yep um kid from texas tech kyler edwards from okay. Texas Tech, um, there was another one. You might it might have been a lead eight, three in the lead eight. But anyways, yeah, they. I mean, some of the best players in the you know in that that age group are are in that gym. So that was pretty cool. But again, you know, you watch them and you go, hey, what they're doing, not a lot different than what we do. So yeah, that was pretty fun. Um, you know, and then we get to impact on the last day and Joe walks up and says, Hey, have you guys been to over to UNLV yet? <laughs> I kind of laugh because I thought he was kidding. And coach goes, no, no, we haven't. He goes, oh, let me make, a, let me make a quick phone call. About 30, 45 minutes later, he comes down and says, yeah, they'll just go over there. And uh, they start practice at what? 1230. Yeah. I think it was. And, um, we walked around the building a couple times. <laughs> they, Again, welcomed us in, asked us if we needed a water, gave us a couple chairs. Uh, they probably thought we were with like the NBA D League. <laughs> but no, then we talk about watching that, and it's like, holy cow, the athleticism in here and the talent level in here and the the physicality in here is a whole nother level. Yeah, you know? it was cool to watch Marvin uh, run a practice. He had all of his coaches involved, and, and, and Marvin Menzies, the head coach at UNLV, was uh, very you know gracious to us. Came mm-hmm. over and visited us with us about five minutes, uh, you know, asking us where we were from and you know what our story was, and so that was always nice. And and we found that out, or you know, basically everywhere is that a lot of coaches are you know there to help you get better, and and that's always a a good feeling when you go out to, you know, 1,300 miles away and, and run into the to the hospitality that uh, we got to experience that week when we were out there. Yep, uh, absolutely. It was super cool and great facility, super nice facility. Yeah. And just that was our practice facility too, really, really nice. So, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, we're very uh, thankful and gracious to Joe. Um you know, just his connections run endless, it feels like. And so him making a simple phone call and allowing us to go watch uh, a Division One practice was pretty sweet. Um, and then Tim's – Coach Bittner's favorite part of the whole trip right here, we go into uh, Walgreens. 
I believe it was. Maybe it was CVS. I don't remember. It was Walgreens. Was it Walgreens? Okay. And so we go in and uh, get some chips and some beverages. And, and all of a sudden, turns around. And I hear Coach go, well, hey, Shaq, how you doing? <laughs> and I about dropped everything I was holding. And there he is standing there, Shaquille O'Neal himself. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Uh, turned around and there's Shaq, and he, uh, you know, looked at looked at us and said, "Hey, coaches, how you guys doing?" And and we got to shake his hand, and and uh, he is bigger than <laughs> bigger than you uh, can imagine. You yeah, know, we're pretty big dudes, but he yeah. pretty much dwarfed us, and it was a uh, it was a great uh, great experience to meet Shaq and uh, Walgreens in in Las Vegas. So <laughs> so random. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. You know, it's funny. We passed like. If that that was Walgreens, so we passed like two CVSs. Remember that on the way, I yeah. kept missing them. You're like, ah, oh, Schultz, you can't can't get a direction right. Then we roll into this Walgreens, and Shaq walks in. So uh, everything happens for a reason, Coach. Yeah, it does. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> so yeah, that was pretty cool. Obviously, just randomly meeting Shaq, but uh, over all in all, our uh, Vegas trip, I guess, or just you know. Observing the Impact Academy, Basketball Academy, and yeah, just uh, having the ability to sit and hang out and watch NBA guys, it just validates what we do, Coach, and um, gives us a little bit of, I guess, confidence in what we do, and and um, it's just a great experience for, for both of us, like for, for me, probably more than you, but, um, you know, we'll definitely try to, try to make it back sometime in the near future, so... All right. Well, with that being said, I think we're going to wrap it up for tonight. Uh, hopefully this one was uh, short and sweet and kind of to the point, but we wanted to get some info out there and about our tryouts. And uh, I think that, like I said earlier, then the next podcast will be a really good one for us, uh, a really good one to listen to. Um, it, it will start with a lot of the foundation of what the Norfolk area D league, um, Fremont area D league and has transformed into the Nebraska D league has really started from and, uh, has grown into. So, but yeah, so that'll be a great episode next time. And we'll be excited to get, get that one on the books and any influential words you want to leave us on tonight, coach. Go Lakers. Oh boy. The old, the old uh, non-playoff bound Lakers. We'll hey, let's next get. Year. We'll be back next year with Kobe. Maybe <laughs> that's a teaser. If that happens, I have uh, proof that Coach knew it was going to happen about it what, a year and a year ago. Yep. All right, quick quick prediction. Then we're going to get out of here. Um, who do you think is going to win the NBA Finals? Uh, Golden State versus. Celtics. Ooh. I got the Bucks taking the Warriors to game seven. Warriors winning at home, though. That's my prediction. All right, nice. All right. We'll see if that happens. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, tell your friends, and we will be back in a couple of weeks. And about three or four weeks, we'll be off and running with our first practices that we are already super excited that's all folks d league out
Is attached, hat is matted black, got the bushes black and mad. 